Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Jim Florentine is here. Florentine will be at Sidesplitters tonight, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You can go to sidesplitterscomedy.com or give them all a call at 960-1197. Now, how about these guys? They uh, they fired the drummer because he was too fat, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's what I heard that the drummer was too fat, and Ozzy said he was he couldn't go out on the road with him. Yeah, it was a whole thing. It was about a contract. Yeah, you know, the drummer didn't think he was getting his fair share, which probably he thought he should get twenty five percent. He's like the original drummer, Bill Ward. I love him and stuff like that, too. But then they said he got to the studio, and he hasn't been playing in a while. Yeah, and, and he was a fat old man. Unlike, you look at Ozzy, and Ozzy's an old man, but you look at him and you see Ozzy. But if it's not Ozzy, and you look at another 65-year-old guy with a ponytail, you're like, he's just a fat old guy. <laughs> right? Yeah, I think that, it. you know, who knows lawyers' money. I think it, it was all over money. Mm. And you know? it's, it's hard to have a leg to stand on for Bill Ward. Like you said, he hadn't been playing for a while. Whenever Ozzy could go, hey, any drummer in the world want to come play for Black Sabbath? Yes. That's true. You know what I mean? That's for true. any amount of money, they would. That's the thing with those reunions with you know old bands. As long as you got like three of them and the main guys, right. everybody's fine. So a drummer is not going to really affect ticket sales. Everyone knows that. Right. Uh, that's true. It really, if you have... Uh if you, it, at Black Sabbath, if you're down to two guys, you could probably get away with it. Like if guns got back together, if it was Axel and Slash and Duff, matter who else doesn't matter who else. No. Right, yeah. Exactly. You're absolutely right. Uh, Jim Florentine is here. He's single now, ladies, and he's going to be at uh, Side Splitters. Uh, I've always done well in Florida, too. You have? Oh, phenomenal. F- Florida's the, be- the best state to break out of a slump. Oh, why don't we <laughs> hang out when you're here? Seriously, I, I, when I was in my early 20s, I actually moved down here just to get laid. Nice. <laughs> Where did you live? I lived in Fort Lauderdale. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, no, Florida's, uh, Florida's fun. I, listen, I married a chick from Jersey, so I know how hard it is to have sex with her. Oh, it's brutal. It's yeah. so tough. <laughs> but yeah, you, it's, it's a pitcher's ballpark, Jersey. You, know what I mean? <laughs> you, I have to tell you, though, and, and I try to bring this up to you every time you're here, and you just are too much of a gentleman, but you've made sweet love to Robin Quivers, and I don't understand how that, how, you don't go back to that. I don't know how that ended. How does that end? Who ends it? I don't know. You know, two two have to agree on that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I just legally, it's a crime if they don't. (laughs) Yeah, look, you have no choice. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Did you? How does that? First of all, how does it? uh, I I heard you spark it in the beginning. Like I heard it, it start on the air, but then what? Is that never like? I don't know. That would be so uncomfortable for me because she's been indirectly in my life for so long, and I would imagine the same thing with you. And then all of a sudden, you're there in the room and. You're hitting on her, and what's it like the first time? I mean, I, look, I would bang Oprah just to say I banged Oprah. Yeah. And the first time I'd be in Oprah's pants, though, I'd go, I am in Oprah's pants. You said you, could, had to end your you, said you couldn't get it up with, with your wife. <laughs> How is that going to happen with oh, Oprah? Because Oprah's sweet black beauty. No, <laughs> seriously, anybody, any, any uh, we, uh, if it's somebody that famous, the minute you break that seal, you have to think in your head, I am in Robin Quiver's pants. Yes. No, I, don't, I, don't, I wasn't thinking that. You didn't think that at all? No, not really. God, that would be so exciting to me. 
I would, and then do you feel that like you have to achieve it, perform at a certain level so that it's not? I, I never perform at a good level. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even amp it up for that uh, one. You know, I'm very mediocre. All right, so but, I, but I, I do other things to fill the time. Right, right. I get you. You know what I mean? So I get you. You are you're a multifaceted, multi-talented guy when it comes to the bedroom. Yeah, they, so I trick pick up the slack. I trick them. Right, right, absolutely. No, in all seriousness, though, <laughs> that how long did that relationship go on? I don't, man. It, um, how could you not? I would have all these stats ready to go at all times. It was all, it was probably like nine, eight, nine years ago. That's how long. Ago. Oh, was it that long? Yeah. Ago? God, isn't that weird? How it all runs. Two thousand seven. It was so. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. All right. So, but I at least all right. Jump to the jump to. Oh, I think eight months. We were from beginning from when I was on the air. Were you exclusive? Yeah. After a while. Yeah. Oh, after. Yeah. Man. Well, look. You know, I remember um, I came in. I was just all of a sudden like, "Hey, Jim's single. Robin, you're single." And then it just you know would between. Hey, I remember that. Yeah, I remember exactly. hearing all that. And then it was all like, "All right, yeah, you want to go out?" And like, "Why not?" And it was all like ball busting. And finally, she goes, "All right, I'll go on a date." I'm like, "Wow. All right. That, that's weird." But well, let me ask you. Let's hear why this is un- why this would be uncomfortable for me, because uh, you're you're a fan of hers. You know where you know you're you're in there with him, but the truth is is that she's she's achieved this uh, level and she's so rich, and you're now you're having to deal with that. Like you can date a girl like a date anybody when they have that kind of money, and you have to live up to that. And then she just got out of a relationship. Well, I just got out of one too, so it was it was perfect time. All right, so what was the first date? Do you remember that? Uh, Yeah, we went to dinner somewhere in the city, and was it comfortable? Yeah, it was fine. Do you feel like you have to dress fancy? Well, I was really nervous because, you know, I'm like, oh, man, this woman's really smart. You know, Right, what are you going to talk about, Black yeah, Sabbath? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I wear a Metallica t-shirt right. all the time. Like, and, you know, I just hang out with a bunch of creeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and then I'm thinking, all right, so I'm all nervous about that. I'm like, you know. And then all of a sudden I go, you know what? She's been hanging with the boys in that studio for years. Farts, all that stuff, naked girls. And right, just, right. You know, you know, being a guy show. I go, so I'm just going to act like, you know, just just regular. And she's totally, totally down to earth, cool, and was, was you know, can adjust to anything. Low maintenance. Okay. Great. And you started, and after a while, you started feeling like maybe this could be the one. I mean, it's a couple of months of a relationship. You know, we, not, re- I don't know. You know, we just kind of, we hung on it whenever we could. It was, you know, with our schedules, it was tough. Did you have like those, those sweet phone calls at night before you went to bed? You say goodbye. No, you say goodbye. <laughs> You, you say goodbye. <laughs> no, you say goodbye. <laughs> like, I can't even hear you doing that every day. Um, you know, we, yeah, we, you know, one, I, I, I liked it that she wasn't like a, a little girl who would text you seventy five times during yeah. a day. Where right. are you now? What are you doing? None of that garbage. Did you have to go through an assistant to talk to her? No. Okay. No, no, no. Nice. Yeah. And did you go? And and then when you get there, and she's like, when you stay at her house, and she has this big mom. Did she ever stay at your house? No. No. Right. Well, did you want to hide it like those movies where? Like coming to America, I don't want you to see my apartment. Well, that was it was weird because that was when, um, you know, they had the Howard 100 News with Steve Langford, right? And uh, he every he's like, if you see Robin and Jim out anywhere, yeah, 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 call, yeah. so anywhere we went, Jim was at the movies and they were holding hands. And we were in San Francisco. And then someone took a picture of us walking. <laughs> and they sat in. It was on the website. They did a story on it. Like, find them, whatever. It was crazy. Yeah. And then after a show was the worst because I'd be on the road doing a show and girls want to take a picture with me. Like, I'm, I'm sending in the Stern show. I'm calling the hotline. Yeah. Like, okay, what am I supposed to do? Not take a picture with right. a fan? So it was, it was getting crazy. Did she ever get jealous? No, Never. right? Never. Didn't seem like that. No, she's... She net net no she's not like that which I liked it wasn't you know I would I did um like I, I watched like TV news anchors 
and all I can imagine is what they look like doing, like going down on on their husbands or whatever. Like I think about that all the time. So that's why, like, <laughs> seriously, I, I I and that's why I'm I I imagine like for you, I, I you've seen it now. You know what it looks like. Uh, not only just naked, but in making the faces and all that stuff. That's pretty awesome to me. I uh yeah I don't you know I I've been around like a bunch of rock stars and stuff like that. I've been lucky but not that I'm so not they have all gone down on you I yeah, but Jim I don't get ner- I don't get nervous around that you know what I mean I, I was out to di- I've been out to dinner with Howard before right and I don't get nervous I'm just you know uh, Eminem was the one who cracked it for me because he was on Crank Anchors yeah, yeah yeah back in the day we did a bunch of calls together and I flew to Detroit to a studio to do calls and that was the deal breaker I'm like all right. I'm walking in a studio with Eminem. If I piss this guy off, he's going to write a whole album about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be public. My career is going to be over. No one knows who I am, but it'll be over before. Right. And then I just put it in my head. I'm like, all right, he's just a regular dude. And when I met him, he was awesome. We hung. And, you know, we still, I still have, a, still in contact with him. Are you really? Yeah. Like how, how, like what? You guys text each other? No, I, I, um, I, you know, I know with guys at his label and stuff like that. I did some prank calls for a newer band that they're pr- promoting and stuff. Right. We, we've gone to dinner a couple times. We did the music awards, MTV Music Awards. Together. I like him. I love his music. He's, I mean, great. he's phenomenal. And I don't know him, obviously, at all, but he always seems like he's, like, whenever he's on any show, he seems like he's all put off and weird and he can't look you in the eye and all that. And I think I'd be so uncomfortable having dinner with him. He's great. Yeah. He, you know, he's, like, he's like a little kid. Like what? He wanted know. me to bring the puppet special ed the company <laughs> to dinner. He's yes. like, uh, his, his manager goes, "Look, Eminem wants you and special ed at dinner tonight." I'm like, "I can't bring." Why did you bring the puppet to dinner? Yeah, to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "No, com- there's only one special ed that Comedy Central needs to bring it because we're using it for a prop for the music awards the next night so right. rehearsals." And I'm like, "He can't. They they have to you know keep him in a safe sp- spot because there's only one." And he was all bummed, but I went to dinner with him and stuff. We just talked about prank calls. <laughs> Actually, Jim, if He's you the- could just send the puppet and stay home, yeah. we'll be fine with that. I said, can he just close his eyes and I'll do the voice? <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine you sitting uh, there at dinner and every time you go to like eat your steak, you have to take the puppet off your hand to cut your food. <laughs> we did bring him to an after party, though, the night of the music awards. We went. Right. And he's like, we got to bring him a, a special ed to a party. So we went to some club and we had the, pu- uh, the puppet there. That's hilarious. <laughs> he used to prank, fa- he used to call my phone and Prank, prank me doing special ed. Uh-huh. And I knew it was him, but I didn't want to say it was him because I wanted him to keep calling me. Right. So I'm like, who is this? I'm like, this is terrible. And I knew yeah. I, I knew the way he did it. Yeah. And he would just call me like two in the morning. He'd call me like three times a week. It was at some point. He was obsessed. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that was great. I'm like, I can't believe Eminem was calling my phone. Uh, would you guys ever do that again? Anybody ever talk about doing that show again? I would love to. Or a special know, or something? Kimmel and Corolla was their show. Yeah. You know, they're pretty busy these days. So uh-huh. I would love it if it came back. You never know. Some shows, you know, after a while, but people still love that show. But now you have like uh, Netflix and all these people want to pay for that stuff, even if they just like executive produced it and, and put you guys in charge of it. It would be amazing if they did. I mean, I made prank phone calls you know, for a living. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was the greatest gig ever in my life. What, would you um, have to get permission afterwards when you when you know what the, or were they yeah. calling you or like no, because you were calling out, you had to get permission. Right. So what they usually did is they would they might want to wait a couple. At first they would go, no, absolutely not. I'm not giving you permission. Right. And then they'd wait a couple of days, and someone whoever got called would go to a neighbor. Uh, some show crank anchors call me, you know, prank, and they're like, oh, that's my favorite show. And then by three days later, I go, okay, I want my puppet to look like this. Uh-huh. Yeah. And meanwhile, Comedy Central just sent him a T-shirt. Right, right, right. So that's what I was going to ask. They have to pay for it. 
Because I know, I know a lot of times if you call somebody and they don't give you permission, they'll be like, what if we give you $100, you know? It might have, but I think it was just a t-shirt and you'll be on the show and we'll send you a copy of it. How could you not? That would be the best thing ever. If I, if, I, if I went through hell and then I was like, what? This is the worst. And you guys call me a, a little later and then, hey, Eminem just called you and pranked yeah. you. Who, what dick goes, oh, I'm not going to do it. There was, a, there was a bunch that they couldn't get permission. Oh, on. really? Yeah, about 10% that really good calls that they just wouldn't uh, release. That's horrible. That's why anytime we do outgoing prank calls here, I have to pull, call my poor grandmother. She's the only one that won't sue me. <laughs> I know. And now radio, now you have to tell them. Yeah. Before, yeah, yeah that re that's really good. That really helps the prank where you go, look, we're gonna, this is going to be a prank call. You ready? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, you're not supposed to do this either, but we've gotten away with it a couple of times because um, I, th I really think that I'm helping to fight crime doing this. My dad got a, a call. From, my dad got an email from a government agent that he owed some, he owed a fine, and if they didn't pay it, they were going to come to his house and get him, and because he was getting what steroids in the mail or something, it was completely yeah, medication from through the mail, yeah. But and it was from the uh, the government that sent us, so we called them live on the air, and they 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 have such a scam going. There was a dog the, barking yeah, in the yeah. background. It's like they're the most uneducated guys trying to pretend to be police officers, so you can run them through the ringer because they're never going to rat you out because they don't want to get busted for what they're doing. That's true. Uh, or. Now those uh, letters that you get from Nigeria where they're trying to get money, now they're including phone numbers. So if you call them, you're calling, I don't know where the hell you're calling, but if you're calling overseas, then that's fun to do too. That's a good idea. That's, that's a, good, a great idea. Because I'm working on another prank call CD. I mess with telemarketers. I haven't done one in a long time. They're really funny. They're, they're, Thanks. Yeah, your stuff is really funny. I, I confuse you. I remember the very first time I had you on the show and we were talking about the telemarketing thing and I'm like, did we meet you and you were wearing a robe? It, it wasn't you. Is that other? It was the other yeah, guy. Tom that, Mabe. Tom yeah. Mabe is yeah. who it was. Yeah, there's another guy out there. Yeah, that would confuse. Yeah, some uh, Tom. Some, and yeah, that was the thing. And I remember I was so turned off by that guy wearing a wearing a radio convention, and he showed up like wearing a bathrobe and like trying to hey, you know, do one of those guys. Crazy. Know, well, yeah, yeah, he's wacky, yeah. wacky radio guy. Yeah, there was some. Yeah, there was something where he would drive around on like a car that was like a telephone. And pull up oh, or something like that, and people wow. thought it was me. I'm like, no, please. I, <laughs> I almost stopped doing it. I'm like, I don't want to be associated with that. Yeah, no. I mean, it's funny because some of his calls, like he'd have a 12 call CD, and three of them would actually be really funny, you know. But then you put in all that other hacky crap, and it just ruins the whole deal. Yeah, I mean, my, mine is brutal. I mean, I've had cops come to the house, knock my door down, and all that <laughs> stuff. So, oh, uh, that's fun. Jim Florentine is here. He's going to be at Side Splitters all weekend long. Nine six zero eleven ninety seven to go see him. He's very funny. If you had the opportunity to be at the roast. You know, he was one of the roasters, and I, I still can't thank you enough for that. That was one of the uh, best things we've ever done. I love doing that, man. It was so, I love doing roasts, and yeah. especially with all the guys that I knew and just you and all that stuff. I always tell them, I was like, I, I tried to make it as painless as possible for everybody, and and I had a wish list, and I hit 98% of my wish list of guys, so it worked out perfect. And th that crowd was phenomenal. You know, yeah. I've done other roasts with these rock roasts for uh, Guitar World and stuff like that, and right. it's all industry people, and they're just staring at you. Yeah. And they put it on live TV like access broadcasted live so yeah, you're basically like you're almost like bombing yeah but the jokes are good but your crowd was like a comedy crowd they, they were on fire they were great that Pepin Center is perfect place to do it it was the right size it was great the only problem is is now we sit around going how do we do it again you can't do another roast you can't like we have to come up with some sort of 
another event where we bring you guys or bring you know some of you guys up there for something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. When you start with you, where do you go from there? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like the Stern Show started with like you know some other players like Gary and then Ronnie and Ralph, and they never got to Howard or Robin, but that's right. what they were building to. Those are the those are the best. Those those uh, on the air roasts where they come in and record them and then play them back. And I did I did, a, I did a few of them. I Who did, did you do? I, I did the Ronnie roast, the Ralph roast, and uh, the Artie roast. Oh, the Artie roast is the best. The Artie roast was insane. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's good stuff. You you can find a lot of that on. Uh, I don't know. I, I have YouTube. a bunch of downloaded. Yeah. yeah, I guess YouTube. 